The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoyt with United Country Realty, the law office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West, Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.com. It's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yao. Good Tuesday morning and welcome in to Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, presented by our friends at Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We are so happy to have you here as we come to you live from the Lee Company studio on West 7th in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome into our friends down at WZYX in Franklin County. Thank you guys for hanging out with us this morning. If you are on Facebook Live, we are back with our normal production values. As you see, the West 7th cam is crooked. But it's but it's here. West Seventh is now on a hill. Huh? <laughs> you know what? It's, It'd it, probably st- be an improvement. I can say instead of bumpy, it's crooked now. It's, huh? it's, not only is it bumpy, bumpy. it's also uphill. I, I'd take uphill over bumpy if it had to be Any one or day. the other. Yeah, if you could pick one or the other, that's right. what it would be. Oh man, hope you guys are having a good day. It's uh. We're right in the middle of postseason high school sports, and I'm telling you, it's it's got me just not. A, it's a busy time of the year, but to me, there's nothing more exciting than playoff baseball and softball. I mean, it's it's just it's a lot of fun. Um, unfortunately, we we haven't gotten as much cooperation from the other sports as we would like to have. Uh, we do know that. A, I believe a Columbia Academy doubles team reached there's, the state tournament. Uh, yeah, there's a uh, Columbia Academy doubles team and a Zion Christian doubles team, actually, that um, will be in region tournament action tomorrow. Um, Anna Claire Butt and Hallie Butterfield yeah. from Columbia Academy and Hallie Headley and, and Maddie Hayes from Zion will both be – um, so, do, in, in order to play doubles, do you have to have the same last initial, surname initial? Button, Butterfield, Headley, and Hayes. Um, <laughs> is that like a rule? Because it feels like that might be a rule. I don't believe it is, but, you know, it, you can never be too sure. Clearly, it works. They're both in the region. And there you go. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. But, yeah, I, I think uh, – I know we've got some track and field qualifiers coming up, too. Because uh, yeah, um, we, we've seen some – um, Twitter traffic, but we can't seem to get responses to emails from the folks that are sending out the tweets. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Uh, well, we don't matter again. It is, it, it's the most wonderful time of the year. If you are a, <laughs> a, a high school sports fan, because we have all the sports happening all at once and the state tournaments happen all in the same city all at the same time and 
used to it was used to all within to a couple of a couple of blocks of each other but unfortunately this year it's kind of gotten a little crazy spread out all over rutherford county and that's okay and perhaps beyond yeah i, th- I think that's okay uh you know not a big deal but we are going to take you right up to spring fling and then once we get to spring fling we'll figure that out when we get there uh, there's a, literally we're, we're really not sure how that's going to work because we're obviously going to need to be in murfreesboro but we also need to be on the airwaves with you so it's gonna be fun uh <laughs> that's what we keep telling ourselves it's it's well as chip walters has told me my definition of fun is much different than many, many others yeah um but that's okay hey we had some big news yesterday mo <laughs> big old uh, news yeah coming out of north lawrence county as and 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 well, south gibson, and south county. gibson <laughs> county yeah <laughs> go from north lawrence to south gibson uh, Summertown girls basketball coach Katie Embry headed to take over the South Gibson County Lady Hornets program. Do you know where South Gibson County is? Uh, the middle of nowhere. It's in Medina, Tennessee. See, I, I, that's, I didn't say where it was because I didn't know how to pronounce it. Medina. Because I would have said Medina like the Funky yeah, Cold like variety. <laughs> no, it's not Funky Cold Medina. <laughs> it's Medina. And I can tell you because I spent a year at Lambeth, then Lambeth College in Jackson, which is now defunct. But um, I went to school with a guy, Chris Todd, mm. who is an educator over in Gibson County. And he was from Medina. So What was that, that, old, uh, that old song that? Madonna, oh, oh, Madonna! <laughs> no, that's my darling. Say. <laughs> that's Clementine, by the way. Oh, that's it. That's it. Um, yeah, that's that was um some shocking news. We, not sure, um, not sure how that's going to affect other open girls basketball jobs in the area. Now that we have four. Four girls. Four girls. Four girls. We have Anna guys. <laughs> we also have a men's team, but uh, four girls teams looking for head coaches, two of which are in the same district. Um, I have a feeling one of these will be uh, filled much faster than the others. <laughs> I'm just saying. I wish I had at my disposal of t- a timetable of when each of these jobs came open right now and i don't i will by the morning it's but it it'll it will be interesting to see of the five basketball openings in our area which one feels the quickest my money is on the latest one to open oh there's i don't think there's any question i mean if we're being if we're being real here it's uh it's it's easily the best job I mean, traditionally speaking, oh, yeah. uh, of the of the five jobs that we have open, that's easily the one the most attractive. The most attractive. But then, wouldn't they be more careful about who they bring into that? It's not a care. It's not a case of being careful. Yeah, you, they will gonna, be careful. They will yeah. be diligent. They will get a quality coach. 
I have no, I have no doubt about the thing that. Is, not afraid and to pull the trigger. St- and they will still <laughs> do it more quickly. quickly. They're just not afraid to pull a trigger when they well, see it. You know, whatever the delay is on the others, it's not a diligence issue. Listen, we in my out, opinion, we put out the story at five thirty-two yesterday. I think, I think it was. It might have been anyway. Whatever we time we put out the story, an hour later they had ten resumes. I promise you, people want that job. Well, why would you not? Heck, I want that job. <laughs> uh, it's a lot of pressure. Would you write? Would you continue to write for Southern Middle Tennessee yes. Sports if you I, got that job? I wouldn't. I would. In fact, you would never have to worry about a Summertown story. Thank I would you. just go ahead and okay. Then then I will endorse you. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it's it's really incredible. So when I talked to Katie Embry yesterday about the situation, and she basically said, "Look, you know, and we've talked about this on this show. The turnover of administration is a problem. The people who hired her aren't there, and, and and that's that's tough. That's tough. Now I don't know how that I don't know how the people that hired her aren't there translated into support or lack thereof, but." I would have met. Um, clearly, that was a concern. It was a concern. And unfortunately, as good as Summertown's programs are, they just don't have the same facilities as somewhere like a South Gibson. I mean, you're talking about a, a school with a couple auxiliary gyms. Summertown's got three basketball goals on the campus. And, and that's insane to me. Like... <laughs> That is pretty crazy. I, I guess I never <laughs> thought about or realized that. But as a basketball coach, I'm certain you would know that. <laughs> I mean, that's. I mean, you're not practicing at one end and West Long and the guys at the other. I mean, that doesn't work. The third one is in the old gym, which we've seen. That is now the new weight, weight room. Mm-hmm. That's the third basketball goal in summertime. So it just it, there are just resources in Gibson County that. They just don't have here, and that's not necessarily a knock on Summertown. It's just it is what it is. Sure. But now that you're going to class two A, you, I mean, you're talking about moving up to play these type of teams, and it doesn't get easier. South Gibson, meanwhile, moving up as well. Are they going to three A? They're going to three A. Ah, that I did not realize. Um, it's in your story. <laughs> you know what it is and i just i guess i just didn't put i didn't even think about the three the third a <laughs> they were two a last year they were they were two a last year region seven two a correct dude i put that story together so fast because obviously well so here's what well, happened trust me you didn't put that in there i know <laughs> i put that story together so fast i didn't even see what I wrote really. I mean, it was just that's why I was I was begging Maurice to like check it out and make sure I'm not putting in crazy stuff in the middle of the Cullioka Mount Pleasant baseball game. I'm I'm waiting on softball to start and I I get a message and I'm like, oh, oh, okay. So I call Katie and I was like, so uh, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> she was like, no, what's up with you? <laughs> I was like, Nothing important. What's no, up? What's up with you? You you um running down boxes. Uh, 
She said she wasn't looking for a job. She didn't apply anywhere. They called her and, you know. Sometimes they make you an offer you just can't refuse. That happens to some people. Well, when you. It's never happened to me, but, you know. When you are 154 and 60 or whatever she is overall, uh, nearly 80% winning percentage, and you. And that's including a 47-41 stand over at Columbia Academy. Since then, she's not lost double-digit games in a season. I mean, that's that's pretty impressive. Something to be said for that. It, I mean, now, granted, she has taken over two programs that one was coming off of a state tournament bid, uh, and the other was Summertown. So... <laughs> <laughs> with with probably the greatest senior class to ever come through that school, and that's saying something in itself. And and the 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 one that wasn't Summertown had just produced a Southeastern Conference signee. Yeah. So I, I mean, under current Loretta Boys coach Greg, Greg Tips. Tips. Yeah. So, so that just goes to show. I mean, this is but but timing is everything. But here's the thing. As we said with Richie Estep earlier, she didn't screw it up. And that's not as easy as some people think it is. So. <laughs> I laugh because it's so accurate. I mean, you can, you can be a, a, you know, you can take the best talent in the world and screw it up. You can. She oh, you didn't. absolutely can. And that's important. And you can, and and it has happened because I have seen it. I saw a I saw a Final Four team at Vanderbilt with current um, Riverdale girls co coach Ashley McElhaney Ayers and post player Chantel Anderson, who is the all time leading scorer at Vanderbilt men's or women's. Um, you had the top post player and the top point guard in the country. And that was a Final Four team. They went out in the Sweet Sixteen. I'm still pissed. <laughs> we can't tell. I, uh, there's something to be said for not screwing it up. So Katie Embry headed to South Gibson, leaves open Summertown, along with Mount Pleasant, Cullioca, and Columbia Central girls and Mount Pleasant's boys. Five local job openings, as we said yesterday on this show. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for a basketball coaching job, we, we know, got them. <laughs> we, we, we know, know a guy. We, we know guys <laughs> or ladies, as the case may be. We know several. Yeah, <laughs> one case in particular. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you know, just letting you know, if you're looking for a basketball job, we can help you out. All right, let's take a quick break. We're going to do the rundown on the other side of the break. When we come back, though, we are going to talk with Charles Pulliam of the Williamson Herald. He was at that, uh, I think he saw the Spring Hill-Brentwood game, or maybe it was yesterday he saw Spring Hill or the day before. I'm not sure. He saw Spring Hill recently, and he was at the Page-Dixon County game last night, which was a barn burner, apparently. Uh, so we'll talk to him about baseball, softball, and everything else that he's got going on in his, of, of course, feeding his animals. <laughs> That's important, too. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about all of that on the other side of the break. This is Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Stick around.
Maurice and I would like to take a little time to thank Robert Rogers and all the folks at Parks Motor Sales for sponsoring the Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today special guest podcast. When you need special treatment during your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, visit Parks Motor Sales at 919 Nashville Highway in Columbia or visit them online at parksmotorsales.com. When we're out covering sports in and around Murray County, communication between Maurice and I is absolutely vital to our success. When your business needs top-notch communication and local service, Covenant Technology is there, and they are dedicated to helping your business succeed by ensuring open lines of communication to your clients and customers. Contact them today at 615-846-9898 or visit covenanttechnology.net. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yao, Mo Patton, the illustrious potentate Coach Mike with us here on the show. It's for you folks in Franklin County who missed that yesterday. Go back and listen to the podcast. <laughs> there you go. Reverse tease. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So there's that. Um, got a lot to get to in this segment, so let's uh go ahead and get you the rundown. This is the rundown. This is your Tuesday rundown brought to you by Jim Davis at Grow Live Give. Visit them at growlivegive.com or give them a call at 615-682-0022. Securities offered through IFP Securities, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, IFP member, FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through IFP Advisors, LLC, DBA, Independent Financial Partners, Registered Investment Advisor, IFP and Grow Live Give are not affiliated. The rundown is a work in progress, but in the District 8 AAA Tournament Winner's Bracket Semifinal. It was Lincoln County 5, Lawrence County 1. In the Loser's Bracket, Tullahoma eliminated Columbia Central 12-9 and then was eliminated by county rival Coffee County 4-0. In District 11 AAA Loser's Bracket play, Spring Hill, the hot Spring Hill Raiders, knocked off Brentwood 6-4. Dixon County edged Page 4-3. In 12 AA tournament action, it was Marshall County 6, Community nothing, Nolansville 4, Giles County 3. In 8A, Fayetteville defeated Huntland 6-4. In 10A, losers bracket play, it was Mount Pleasant 3, Cullioka 2, and then Richland 10, Mount Pleasant nothing in 5. In 12A, the winner's bracket, Loretto surprised Summertown 4-3. In the loser's bracket, Perry County eliminated Wayne County 3-0. In Division 2A Middle Region play, uh, let's see, it was um, Grace Christian 7, Davidson Academy 1, eliminating Davidson Academy. Columbia Academy then defeated Grace Christian 6-3. On the other side of the bracket, it was Clarksville Academy 7, Middle Tennessee Christian 1, 
and then Christ Presbyterian Academy 8, Clarksville Academy 1. In softball action, what we know in 8 AAA tournament, it was Lincoln County 13 and Columbia Central 3. We do not have a Franklin County Shelbyville score, unfortunately, so we cannot give you that. Uh, in 11 AAA tournament action, the first round, it was Independence in the play-in game against Centennial 9-8. to Not really a play-in game, just the first game of the tournament. Centennial's still in it. Um, very odd. Anyway, uh, Spring Hill defeated Brentwood 13-2. Summit was a 15-5 winner over Ravenwood. Page won nothing over Franklin. And Dixon County blanked Independence 15-0. In the 12 AA tournament, it was Marshall County 6, Community 5, and Forest 5, Nolensville 3. In the 8A tournament... Fayetteville fell to Eagleville 12-2, and Huntland defeated Cascade 1-0. In the 10A tournament, we did just get these scores in. It was Cullioca 10, Santa Fe 6, Richland 15, Mount Pleasant 2. Is that correct? That is correct. All right. Uh, In the 12A tournament, it was Summertown 9, Loretto 1, Collinwood 9, Wayne County 5. And in the Division 2 Middle Region tournament, Good Pasture defeated Friendship Christian 4-2. The tournament that will never end. The tournament that will never end, literally. And in boys' soccer action, Fayetteville edged community 3-2. In Tuesday baseball action, this is all obviously tournament play. Christ Presbyterian Academy plays at Columbia Academy. I believe that game starts at 6-30. That's the championship game. In the 10A championship game, Santa Fe plays at Richland at 5 o'clock. A second game would be played if necessary, which would be if Richland wins the first one. In District 12A, Perry County plays at Summertown at 5. The winner will play Loretto at 7. If there is a second game, it will be played tomorrow. In District 8 AAA, Coffee County plays Lawrence County at 6 in That's Shelbyville. That's a loser's bracket. That is loser's bracket, yes, because Lincoln County is sitting in the winner's bracket. That is correct. Okay. In District 11, AAA play at Ravenwood. Uh, loser's bracket contest. Spring Hill plays Dixon County at 430, followed by Franklin and Independence in, I believe, the winner's bracket finals. Correct. The winner at- will be going to the di- region of that game. No. Yes. Uh, oh, that's right. They got. Never mind. You're right. Just kidding. Man, Spring Hill, Dixon County at 4.30, Franklin Independence at 7 at Ravenwood. And in softball action, the D2 Middle Region Tournament, Good Pasture and Middle Tennessee Christian will take take the field today. In Murfreesboro. And tomorrow, the winner will play Columbia Academy in the tournament that will never end. In District 10A play in the loser's bracket, it's Cullioca and Mount Pleasant. That's at 6 p.m. tonight. Uh, Championship game on Thursday, according to the bracket. Yeah, they're skipping Wednesday. Um, (laughs) Did did the middle region from D2 to A draw up their bracket? (laughs) Probably. Yeah, okay. In 12A action at Perry County, it's Collinwood Loretto at 5. Collinwood Loretto winner takes on Summertown at 7. Uh, in District 8 AAA at Lincoln County, we don't know. Um, yeah, we just don't know. Sorry. Sorry. And 11 AAA softball action. Here's some fun stuff. At 530 at Fly Park, it is Raven uh, Summit and Spring Hill. Uh, Ravenwood takes on Centennial at Centennial at 530. 
Also at 5.30 at Fly Park, it's Franklin Independence, Dixon County, Page is at 7.30 at Fly Park, and then the Ravenwood Centennial winner will take on Brentwood at Centennial at 7.30. In uh, boys' soccer action, District 8 AAA, Franklin County is at Shelbyville at 7. Lincoln County is at Columbia Central also at 7. Spring Hill plays tonight as well. I'm just not sure where or when. Or who. Or who. So that's going to do it for your Tuesday rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Now, uh, just a heads up, guys. Uh, It would be a lot easier to do the rundown if we had some help from you coaches and and whatnot. So if you do know any of those scores – when your games are over, we'd love for you to just, you know, shoot us a text. You have our numbers. We would love to have uh, that information to give to our listeners and, of course, you know, uh, to make sure that we know when and who you're playing next. So, appreciate that. Now. Thanks in advance. TIA. TIA. Yeah. Um, and Jay Chapman's throwing out heaters this morning. He said, Summertown's going to be just fine, whoever they hire. I wonder if Chad Hall might be interested. <laughs> Jay said that? <laughs> That's what Jay Chapman said. Oh, Lord. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It was one of the first names that crossed my mind. But anyway, let's talk about Williamson County for a minute. What are you saying? Let's do. Uh, first, got to talk about Robertson County, though, because we need to know how the animals are doing this morning. Charles Pulliam on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline joining us this morning. What's up, buddy? Hey guys, uh, man, that was uh, I think probably the most loaded rundown I've heard. But uh, yesterday's was eight minutes, so yeah, it's been pretty rough yeah. lately. <laughs> and 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 as oh. you notice, that wasn't even a complete list. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, I, I totally understand. That's the uh, I, I'm putting the plea out there too. It certainly would be nice to get confirmation on on scores from everybody but i understand it's a lot to ask you know we 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 got we got games with no results we got we got texts with no responses we got all sorts of stuff man it's just as chris would say it's a whole ordeal but yeah you know how 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 is the menagerie up in springfield Uh, not bad not bad. Um, my wife has a horse show on Saturday, actually, so there's been some preparation going on around here. That's been a big one. Um, I think I'll actually have to be, uh, well, not have to be, but I want to be uh, hanging out at Brentwood because uh, there's a parade for Coach Barbara Campbell and her retirement. So, oh, wow. How cool is I, that? Uh, I'll probably be there. You know, how often do you get a parade? You know, I think that's that's something I need to go cover. <laughs> is is it going to begin and end at Brentwood High School? Yeah, yeah, it will. Um, I've got some details here. Let me pull it up and make sure I got it all. But uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's a neat one. There's actually, I know there's a little more planned too, and uh, it's just going to be a great day honoring Coach Campbell. Well deserved. Yeah, well exactly. Deserved. So, so that's probably my Saturday plan. That'd be your, kind of fun, though. That's your Saturday. Um, sounds like your Monday was pretty, pretty fun filled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Leave it to me to uh, pick the baseball doubleheader that includes a game that goes ten innings. Um, well great done. to watch 
watch some good ball, though, especially from, you know, a couple teams that, you know, I haven't even seen Dixon County play this year. And, and, you know, they're out of my realm usually, but I've followed a lot of the, you know, coverage for a long time. Dixon County has gone 2-11 and in District 11 uh, AAA tournament game since they became part of the district in 2014. They won two games before this season. Well, they've won two already now. And uh, they're part of the final four. They're in the consolation bracket final after rallying for a 4-3 victory over number eight seeded Page yesterday in 10 innings. It was it was a wild one. And, you know, just one of those, it, it just shows you the, the disparity in that in that league there because here's the number, save, number seven versus the number eight battling for a final four spot in a district tournament. <laughs> The final four in District Eight, and I'm sorry, in District Eleven AAA, consists of the five seed, the six seed, the four seed, and the seven seed. Yeah, yeah. We we knew it was going to be nutty. We did not know how nutty. Spring Hill is facing Dixon County in that um. Loses bracket contest at four o'clock, uh, four thirty today at Ravenwood. They are the highest remaining seed <laughs> in the tournament. Yep. Well, and then think of all the great games we've seen with the the Summit Boys, the Brentwood Boys. Brentwood was the two seed, and they fell yesterday to Spring Hill. Six um, four was that final in conflict play. Summit went zero and two in the tournament. There was a three seed, and for a while there, it was Ravenwood, Brentwood, and Summit essentially tied atop the, the district standings. And uh, here we are with all three of them watching the rest of this tournament, and two done for the season. Spring Hill has beaten the top two seeds in this tournament. Yeah, eliminated <laughs> the top two seeds in yeah. the tournament uh, in, in elimination games. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, the guys are uh, are playing when they got to play. And now they have an opportunity to try to punch through here. And then, you know, at the, the winner's bracket side of that, to have Franklin and Independence battling in that one, that, that's just a great matchup there, too. Both teams, you know, it's, it's a tournament one, and uh, these guys are proving it, that's for sure. And all four of these teams are playing for one spot because in 11 AAA, the regular season champion is assured of a spot in the region. So yeah. Ravenwood will get one of the two region tournament berths out of 11 AAA. So um, the urgency is definitely there for all four of these teams. I think that's going to make for a couple more quality nights here in 11 AAA. Uh, that's just, yeah, it, it's a lot to take in there. It was, you know, showing up to the uh, Ravenwood setup there about 4.30 yesterday, watching the Raptors wrap up batting practice and I was like well wait a sec what are they doing it's like oh yeah that's right they're already through they just gotta get a hang for a little while <laughs> it, that's that's called not wasting pitching yeah <laughs> <laughs> give your guys a rest I mean you know I it's interesting you don't want to accuse anybody of anything but you know, when you've played as many games over a short period of time as you've played, maybe getting a few days off isn't such a bad thing. I don't think. Uh, I, I don't. I definitely don't think they they threw game one. I mean, heck, 
according to what we know, they they threw their well. Their that was in their in, second game, but yeah, they they threw their number. They threw their pitcher of the year and their best reliever in that two one loss to Spring Hill. So, so yeah. I mean, but I I don't know how torn up you know looking at the big picture. You know the um the Ravenwood coaching staff is over not having the opportunity to win the District 11 AAA Tournament Championship. So, um, Well, I know I know, Coach Danny Bourne there at Ravenwood didn't really enjoy having a late night anyway. I think he left about 11.45 last night. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've talked about it on this show. It's, it's, it's got to be kind of tough hosting a tournament that you're not participating in, you know, exactly. this, time, this time of year. We are on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline with Charles Pulliam of the Williamson Herald. He is presented by the Williamson Herald. And um, he and his counterpart, Joe Williams, covering Williamson County like the dew. Um, Charles, let's shift gears just a second. Take a look at this softball bracket over in 11 AAA. Mm-hmm. Well, that's where uh, I had Joe out covering the um, four-five Cade Franklin matchup yesterday, and that was a doozy. That was, uh, that was a nice pitcher's duel for for Joe to be hanging out at. That's for sure. One zero nothing or one zero victory there for Cade to advance that that first round. So uh, just a just a nice one there. Um, difference was a Jenna Atkinson um, deep shot there, but uh, you got to talk about those two pitchers out there and Shelby Buffington for Page and Abby O'Hagan for Franklin. Um, I think they allowed, what, maybe seven hits for the game, but Page just kind of had the difference there late. So, uh, yeah, a great great tournament start there. Had some good stuff across the board there. Some some interesting ones. Who, who, I didn't anticipate seeing number six Spring Hill with a 14-2 win at third-seeded uh, Brentwood. That was kind of the surprise one for the day, I think. You know, Chris, only- Chris and I have decided if Angelina Martinez is not the District 11 AAA Coach of the Year, they need to not <laughs> give the award. Yeah, I could go with this. I could get behind this. My goodness. Yeah, um, Charles, I, I, so I was wrong. We were wrong. Um, it, my, what do you my, mean we, pale face? My, well, he and I. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, my initial tweet was correct. Uh, it was a thirteen to two win. My story was incorrect. There was some discrepancy among the official stat keeper and a fielder's choice of some sort. So it was a thirteen two win. Uh, nonetheless, it was pretty impressive. And I believe, uh, if it wasn't yesterday, it was maybe Friday that we had talked about Spring Hill was going to be a very tough out in this tournament. And uh-huh. this team, when they're able to hit the ball, it's hard to beat them because Cat Carter is just fantastic. And yesterday, the in the fourth from the fourth, fifth, and sixth innings, they scored five, five, and four runs. They they tore the cover off the ball in the, late in that one. Jeez. And that was against Brentwood's uh, um, Emily Cockrell on the mound too, right? I mean, she just had a rough rough first. First couple innings there, it looked like. Uh, well, the first three, she was perfect, just about. Uh, it Second was, time it through was, the order, oh, huh? Gotcha. It was that gotcha. fourth. It was that fourth inning that uh, that really did some damage, and then they, after seven earned runs, they finally pulled her. 
And I'll tell you, it took a second for Spring Hill to time up the much, much slower uh, fastball of the reliever. Yeah. Uh, but once they did, they pretty well hit that one hard too. So. And Brentwood, the number three seed coming in here, they're not used to losing like that. No, no. That's uh, in a way I was kind of glad I didn't have to try to talk to Coach Powell last night. <laughs> so she was, she was okay. Uh, she wasn't yeah. too upset. <laughs> I will say this. Remember 2018, Brentwood lost, went to the loser's bracket and went – all the way through it and won the whole darn thing. So, um, yep, yep, I do, uh, do remember that they do play pretty well when, uh, they're back. That, yeah, well, when it's that time. I, I'm just <laughs> going to tell you that's, that's as much a tribute to Erica Powell as anything. I mean, and as long mm-hmm. as her teams are, have a breath, they got a shot and they'll definitely be worth keeping an eye on over the course of this event. Um, Charles Pulliam of the Williamson Herald joining us here on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline. Charles, we appreciate you. Um, thanks for bearing with us through that lengthy <laughs> rundown, and we will catch up um, really soon. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Good job out there. It's nice to be able to go to a spot and have most of everything. I tell you what, there's not a lot of places you can do that now. Well, we're 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 trying. <laughs> yep. Well, keep it up, and uh, best of luck tonight. And uh, I'll see you guys as this tourney time continues. No doubt. We will definitely see you around. Uh, this is Charles Pulliam on the Parks Motor Sales Hotline, brought to you by the Williamson Herald. He and Joe Williams killing it in coverage of Williamson County. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to talk a little bit about um, some high school baseball and softball. I mean, that's really what we're here for. Uh Mo got a chance to get out and see a doubleheader last night, so it was a doubleheader for him, not for them, <laughs> not for well them. for one for of one. them, yeah, yeah. So we'll talk about that when we get back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Stick around. If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal. Recently, we learned about Patio West in Spring Hill and what a pleasure it has been. Their menu is full of seafood, burgers, and more, giving every member of your family something to enjoy. Be sure to go by Patio West Coastal and Comfort Eats located at 3011 Longford Drive in Spring Hill or visit patiowest.com and tell them the guys at Southern Middle Tennessee Sports sent you. Sports. Here's Mo and Chris. All right, that's better. Our headphones are messed up. Among other things. Yeah, well, our heads are messed up too sometimes. Yeah. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Coming to you live from the Lee Company studio here on West 7th in Columbia. Glad to have you with us. On this Tuesday morning, nine minutes to the top of the hour. So let's get right into it. Mo, you had um, 
10A baseball last night. I did have 10A baseball last night. Um, Mount Pleasant and Kalioka in an elimination game. Mount Pleasant, the number two seed. Kalioka, the number four. Um, and therefore a little bit neither of them play to their seeding because Kalioka got up early, one nothing. Um Kennedy Mathis, I think, was trying to manage some pitching early on with the prospect of two games. Um, and his starter in that first game didn't really help the situation. Um, a couple of walks early on, a hit-by-pitch um, struggled there. And um, Kalioka scratched out a run on a bases-loaded walk, took a one nothing lead. Mount Pleasant scores all three of their runs in the third, um, aided by a fielder's choice. Okay, so Gavin Gavin Whitehead reached on a leadoff single. Mm-hmm. He was followed by um, Kobe Dow, who put down a bunt. Pitcher for Kolioka decided to try to go for um, the lead runner through high. Whitehead slid in under it, and that kind of opened up the floodgates there for three runs. And Brady Clark double, yeah, yeah, and it, Ryan Clark's RBI ground out. That was it, and and that was really all Mount Pleasant was able to get done offensively in that game. But it was enough in a three to two victory. So they go on, they play the. Top seed, Richland, who is in the loser's bracket by virtue <laughs> of that 9-8, 12-inning loss on Saturday to Santa Fe. Wild. Yeah. Richland scores in four of their five at-bats, including two in the fifth inning to close out a 10 nothing victory there. So, um, I say all that to say this. You've got number three seed Santa Fe sitting in the winner's bracket, well, in the championship game. And regular season champion Richland having to beat them twice tonight. But both teams will go to. But both teams will advance to region play regardless. Where so. they will take on region the, nine? District, district, district nine, nine, which um, features East Robertson, which is. Joe Burns. In the East Robertson, Joe Burns, McEwen, and who am I forgetting? Houston County. Mm. And East Robertson, quiet as it's kept has got a little baseball dynasty up there. They've sent a couple of kids onto Vanderbilt over go. the last few years. So, so you don't want to have to play them. You want to try to stay away from them <laughs> and from having to travel to Cross Plains yeah, that's, if you can avoid doing so. <laughs> that's not easy to do. Not well, easy to do at all. I, I tell you, Linville to Cross Plains, not an easy trip. No. Ditto for Santa Fe. So, you know, this – you know, even though you go on, you you go on to that. So you you got to be careful what you ask for. So you you really want to win this game. It's I mean, it's not just for trophies. It's for a chance to go on, and you know that region semifinal victory guarantees you a spot in the sectionals. So you want to make it as easy on yourself as possible. But you know, congratulations to Mount Pleasant and. Two first-year coach Kennedy Mathis. They finished up the year eleven and seventeen, and after getting off to a rough start, 
played some pretty good ball, as we saw um, with that sweep of Santa Fe a couple of weeks ago. And um, Vince Bringer was really complimentary of his Kalioka team after things got over with yesterday as well. So yeah, he's um, excited about the team that he has returning for 2022, the fact that they only lose two seniors off this roster and they got some help coming from the um, the middle school program. So yeah. baseball on the upswing in 10A. In 12A, biggest surprise of the night, Loretto, a 4-3 winner over Summertown, and Grant Burleson, who has been almost untouchable in that district all year, was certainly touched last night. Seven hits, four earned runs. He did strike out nine, and he also got hit in the head. Uh, Did he get hit in the head with a pitch or by batted? Okay. A pitch. Um, He was uh, hit by pitch. Yeah. Um, he went on. That was in the third inning, I guess. So he went on to to pitch two more innings, according to Michael Long. Uh, so apparently, it didn't uh, affect him too much uh, because in those two innings, he only gave up one of his four earned runs. So um, Caden Porter down in Loretto, a three for three night with a couple RBIs, couple runs scored. Uh, obviously, a big night for him. Caleb Davis with two hits. Um, that was kind of the the top of the lineup there. The one two hitters really uh, set the tone for Loretto in that win. Uh, Grayson Burleson was two for three. Uh, Corey Francis one for three with a couple RBIs for Summertown, and Gavin Burleson uh, one for four with an RBI as well. Uh, <laughs> Francis and Grayson Burleson, the two the two people I just mentioned, were the only two. Summertown hitters not to strike out in the game because Clint Seymour and Garrett Fisher were solid. Uh, Seymour went six and a third, gave up one earned run on seven hits. He struck out seven. Clint Seymour, who is typically the starting catcher for Loretta. Well, there you so, go. So, wonder if he went back behind the mound for the final, uh, behind the plate for the final two outs after you know what? He going may, six and a third. He may have. Uh, so, there is. It was a that that was a a surprise. I mean, when you, you know, Porter had a double and a home run yesterday in that one. So that's nobody expected that. As we said yesterday, we thought twelve A was kind of the one tournament we weren't going to we, get anything we, we crazy. We kind of, of expected that one to go chalk. But speaking of surprises, you were at one, and we talked about it a little <sighs> in the last segment. But yeah, I mean, it, it was a surprise to a degree. I mean, this is Cat Carter struck out as Erica Powell pointed out in the post game conversation she and I had. She struck out Brentwood eighteen times and fifteen times this year. So I mean, she knew that going in, it was going to be a tough, a, a, a tough win for this team. And after giving up a couple early runs, that was it. I mean, ten strikeouts for Cat Carter. Uh, but I think we have to talk about Gracie Bones, the freshman who I think we do too. Who had a double and a home run, both of which were her uh first and second extra base hits of the season. She came in hitting one oh seven, coach. One oh seven on the year, and she hit a double that, that scored the first two runs to tie the game. All right, with the bases loaded. Cat Carter was walked intentionally in <laughs> twice yesterday, so that was a whole thing. Um 
Then in the fifth, she comes back and hits a home run uh, to make it seven to two. And Gracie Bombs, man, that's Angelina Martinez has got this team hitting. It's getting it done at the right time. No doubt. And I'm excited to watch them continue their journey. And who knows, man, 11 AAA softball is going to be a lot of fun. All right, that's going to do it for our number one. We got hour number two coming up. Got a great hour coming up as we talk Braves. We get Teresa Walker, AP sports editor for the state of Tennessee, in the second hour as well. And we'll talk about the sounds and much, much more. Uh, also, it's Top Five Tuesday, so we'll get to that as well. We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today. Stick around. <laughs> 